Greetings everyone, hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, we are doing a spoiler talk review for Invincible Season 1, Episode 6, dubbed You Look Kinda Dead. That's right, folks. We're going to continue talking about this superhero show that is all graphic and bloody and animated, and we're all here for it. And you know who else is here for it? It's my good friend, Mark, joined via satellite radio, Marcello, the great, amazing Mark, the magnificent, the ever-stupendous, often misunderstood Marcello Mark. How you doing out there, buddy? That was the longest introduction I've ever had. Thank you so much. Bye. You're quite welcome, and well-deserving of it, too. Oh, well, thank you. I like to think I am worthy of my full title being stated, for the record. And that is the best way to always go about it. Now, before we begin, folks, just want to do a quick plug-in here. If you've been enjoying reviews like this that Mark and I do, or I do with uh, Among Other Friends, be sure to like this video, share it, let people know about this content so we can keep making more of it. And also, I like to stream on Twitch, doing some animating in Toon Boom Harmony, so you should stop on by. I usually stream every Saturday afternoon, roughly around 1 or 2 o'clock Pacific Time. Links will be in the description below, so check it out. Anywho, Mark, won't you let the fine folks know, what is this episode, You Look Kinda Dead, of Invincible, all about? That's a very good question. We got a lot of stuff going on here in this one. Robots gathering ingredients to save Monster Girl. It looks like Mark and Amber are both going with William, yeah, he's back, to a university upstate to meet his ex-boyfriend. And then there's all kinds of stuff with Debbie going uh, to Art, who he's back to. There's a lot of people back, and they deduce what actually happened between Nolan and the Guardians. And then, you know, the Mahler twins are having a backup plan in case Robot betrays them, because, I mean, he probably will. Then there's, you know, Eve talking about stuff with her parents and powers and all kinds of things. There's a lot going on. I mean, where to begin? I suppose the best thing would be, uh, Matt, with that in mind, out of all those, was there a narrative thread in there that particularly interests you or that you liked? Or what did you think? I think for me personally, one of the biggest things that I found myself invested in with this show is Debbie coming to the realization that Nolan, aka Omni-Man, did in fact kill all those heroes in the very first episode we saw. Going through the forensic, tracking all that DNA, aged blood, and all that stuff. It's some really heavy and terrifying things that she has to go through right now. And the fact that we're kind of seeing that Omni-Man might not be the straight-up evil douchebag that he clearly is probably being. He does have some attachments to some elements on this Earth, including Debbie herself. So I like the fact that he is straight-up kind of fighting himself on how he's going to handle this situation as peacefully as possible to sweep it under the rug and not resort to his instinct to just smash or remove things in his way. So I think that storyline is probably the most interesting part to me right now. Uh, But Mark, uh, tell me, what were some of the other elements that did work for you? Or more specifically, as you mentioned kind of off camera, the pacing in the last episode was really good. The pacing in this one might be in contrast, right? I'd say so. I like that the stuff with the Mahler twins is building, but because that's just kind of been a more continuous thread 
since the beginning, but it even felt sidelined. But I wanted to like the stuff with William and his boyfriend and the cyborg stuff because that was really interesting. But I think because William's kind of just not been a factor so much, you made a point of how he kind of would have been more, if he had a little more screen time, kind of like uh, Peter Parker's friend in the new Spider-Man film, uh, Ned, right? I think that was his name, yeah. yeah. I forget his name too, and I apologize if I do. It's been a long week. But if he kind of had was sprinkled in a little more in the episodes and kind of, you know, even kind of had already deduced that Mark was invincible because this episode also had, you know, secret identity drama. And we both kind of agreed that, you know, we were kind of just like, oh boy, this stuff. Okay. Yeah, no, I seriously hate that in like superhero tropes. It's, I hate the misunderstanding trope in general, man. Right. Like I think that could have been done away with, but the cyborg stuff could have been interesting. And, you know, William having an ex-boyfriend who he's dealing with, who then also is like a cyborg could have been really cool and really interesting and really emotional. And it kind of just, I, I think I, I liked elements of this on their own, but when you put them all together in a pot and even on their own with how much time they had to breathe, I didn't, I struggled to remember actually what happened almost in this episode because there was just so much other stuff going on in the background like i feel i like debbie where she's going i'm really sad she's in such a dark place at the moment it was cool to have mark hamill back as art rosenbaum like again a bunch of but i I feel like the this show is going to be a for me if it's pacing i don't want to be preemptive but like if this maybe had 12 instead of eight episodes to really flush things out because like i don't know this almost felt like okay we had good pacing we had good pacing and now just like oh we got to get to the end quick get all this stuff get going get go 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 so you know i i'm still enjoying it but i wish this episode had more time to do all the things it wanted to do like if you even honestly split this into two episodes and let the narrative threads play out more i really would have enjoyed it more i think to kind of add to what you were saying there mark like some elements that are interesting but kind of feel like they go nowhere because it becomes filler to me adam eve leaving home skipping college to kind of pursue like humanitarian efforts like i appreciate that and i really like that she wants to use her powers in a slightly different way yeah that's actually very interesting when she left home she had a confrontation with her parents her mother apprehensive yes her father being completely insufferable about it in a certain way i kind of understand where he was coming from where he doesn't want his daughter to get hurt but the way he said what kind of life he wants eve to have i was like okay eve you have every right to say that hurts because what he said is completely selfish so i thought that was interesting but again throughout the episode we just see her do like little bits of things but it kind of felt like filler to me that didn't really like end in like a a hook of what kind of life that could be like aside from like going around putting out fires raising crops like i would like to see like maybe like a, a a social conflict to that a push against what she might be doing or something to further advance what she could do on such a level. So no, I, I echo what you say there, Mark. I think there was just a lot going on, but the pacing was just kind of all over the place where it just felt odd. Yeah, no, that I feel like Eve's stuff was really cool. Her father was really selfish. And um, yeah, I guess at the end of the day, not my favorite episode, probably not the worst episode. But I think this series for me is still now kind of falling back into some of the problems we had with its earlier episodes where there's a lot of interesting narratives, but just not enough time for it to breathe. And I'm concerned moving into the series, uh, the season at least finale, just because, you know, you don't really want to have that be an issue at the end of a narrative unless it's actually going to be renewed for a second season which we have no confirmation of and amazon i'm not really familiar with their practices as a streaming service because they kind of are but they kind of aren't it's 
It's interesting. And not to add fuel to the fire, Mark, but this episode was directed by the same guy who directed the second episode of the series. So maybe some of those pacing issues kind of a result of such a style. That could be it. I don't want to necessarily be that guy, but that would make sense just with how things were handled in this episode. Because up until now, it looks like it's been, since episode three, it's been the same director, different writers, of course, but like we did say how after episode, with episode three onward, we kind of had a nice improvement on things. And I, yeah, I just, I'm not sure. Maybe it's just me not jiving with directorial choices in this episode, but that's a very interesting thing because it looks like we don't have the same writer as this this series is very interesting usually there's much more this seems very i mean writers come and go a lot on shows but like this is the directing and the writing here seems very interesting from a production standpoint i'll say that much it's a little bit all over the place according to the wiki though the only consistent writer is the first episode and the last episode yeah it looks like it robert kirkman who was the guy who wrote the comics so that's interesting which again we haven't read too true we can't say that enough well that i think that as confusing as it is gets us through talking about this rather convoluted narrative at the moment. So would you like to do the honor of taking us home? Yes, sir. Well, you heard our convoluted thoughts, and now we'd like to hear yours. Let us know in the comment section below. What did you think of this episode of Invincible Season 1, Episode 6? You look kind of dead. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join the conversation. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop. And if you want to support me directly, consider going to my Patreon. Check out my Twitch channel to watch me do some animation, usually on weekends, and do a one-time donation at my Streamlabs. Links are in the description below. This is Matt Sulla. This is Mark. Thanking you all for tuning in. Oh.